So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life, their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life. And they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, okay, I, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturealife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Come on. My first song was like 48 bars with no hoops You hear me flipping through my pages out my favorite notebook The microphone was in the closet, no headphones, we lost it Niggas scared to get some water, roaches hanging 
looking over the faucet. No AC, there's a break of sweat just trying to make peace. He dog was been the hustle of flirting with all his customers and flat broke. Happy smoking blacks out on the back post. I'm thinking I got everything the country boy can ask for. Now, what we do to get here? Say that, boy. Lay it down and bring it to your room. Say that, boy. Hey, now we heard some. Suffering for more, change what we work for. Hated for the cussing, but the hatred it made us cuss more. Held on, it was hard. Stepped up, took charge, ran through what we scared of. What was we afraid for? Look at what we made of. Hard times that made us. Being here is alright, but must believe we want more. Fit that phone, that rooter to that shooter foul. Hell no, them country boys ain't hit it top off six miles. Get took it more them kin folk. Twinkies with them hunters folk. Skullet on that front post. Plus, you know they got drove. 79, creep the bill. Heard a cow, cat a grill. Interstate 65, headed down that cash field. Glass field to the tip and top. Backseat fence, spent my last cent on the rent. Left with pocket lens, a damn shame. Gotta grind anything and everything. Let me crack on. Cross the county line with Mary Jane. A long time ago. Gravel rolled the cash and bang and sold my soul to hell and back and back and forth with same jeans and nappy froze. I hop off the holly, smoke hot like my poly. Not parties with charties, wildin' like they swallin' Bacardi. Suck by the skin, probably got it like it. Understand, you're bound to lose your life, fuckin' with them. Welcome back, folks, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the making with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. Feeling. Hello, Patriot. Why is my printer not printing? I don't know. I hate this thing. Anyway, uh, Carla is coming in. Yes. For her. Yep, we've got Carla from Culture of Life, 1972, coming to join us tonight. Yes. Since, uh, of course, as soon as we heard about the leak from um, the... uh, SCOTUS, I, I immediately texted her and I was like, are, are you drinking champagne? Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? No, not kidding. Throw something at, no, don't throw that at him. Don't throw that I'm at him. hit him. No, don't throw it. Don't. Scare the piss out of him. No. No. <sighs> you throw something at him, he's just going to chew it. Okay. Hey. Oh, <laughs> bless freaking dog. Got to oh, chew on oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he is a puppy and here. getting his puppy teeth. What the hell is this music? Well, teeth. Leo Slayer, that would be a little nappy roots. Yeah. That's a, a pretty good group. That's they're, from back in the day. Actually, um, from out of here in this, uh, in Savannah, actually, they started here in Savannah. One of the few groups. Excellent. 
Hey, we got uh, Mike's Lemonade with us over here. Welcome. He met us at uh, okay. 2000 Mules. All right. That's Danny. Yep. We're so, waiting on Carla. We're waiting on Carla's, uh, her, yeah, her, she's. She's having an, a little bit of an issue. Technical difficulties, but that happens. The, uh, you know, it's all good. You're going to have that on those big jobs. Anyway. There it is. Why don't you, why don't you say uh, hello to the, the Patriots and the Wolf Pack oh, here? Good point. Good yeah. Point. I'm trying to catch up. Uh, we had a had a little issue with our air conditioning system. So I did. Mick has to have the house at like 68 to 70 degrees I'm all sorry. the time. Is there any other guy out there that has to have a cool okay, house when you get home from a, you know what, uh, a day of work? There, there she, she is. is. You know what's really interesting is I did see someone point out today. I, apparently, you know, Taylor Lorenz, she's that that woman that docks the libs of TikTok. Yes. People, right? Yes. Um. So uh, she apparently, she tweeted something about having to have her house at 87 degrees all the time. And someone else, like... What, did she like to live next to the devil? Someone, I mean, someone else posted next to it, like the, the um, you know, something from Wikipedia or whatever, saying that uh, the the preferred temperature for a lizard was from like 85 degrees to 96 to, That's hysterical. <laughs> that is a riot. It was pretty, it was pretty hysterical. So, um, yeah, we, we like our house nice and cold or Mick does. We compromise at 70. He would prefer it to be 65. Uh, we yeah. compromise at 70. I like snow falling. Yes. Either so, way, for the Patriots. Anyway. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And of course, the beloved Wolfpack. So, really quick, uh, with no other introduction needed, really, because yes. uh, our first sponsor, yes. our one and only sponsor for a while there, um, it was uh, Carla from uh, Culture Life, Life 1972. Yep. Um, and uh, well, you all know how pro life I am, so yep. you don't really have a choice tonight. But yep. Carla's here. Welcome. Welcome Thank you so much for having me. I, this is probably my fourth interview today, and we are all having technical in issues. You're not the only one. I seriously believe that the devil is in the details. So interviews that were supposed to start at 11 o'clock for me this morning never got up until 1140 because audio wasn't working because we are totally in a spiritual battle, the biggest ever. We are winning for life. We um, often say that we're winning for life, but this is really an opportunity that we are going to be overturning Roe v. Wade. As you know, Dobbs, Mississippi brought to the Supreme Court uh, that they were insisting no abortions after 15 weeks. Um, the abortionists in Mississippi said, no, we want to be able to do abortions after 15 weeks. This is constitutional. This is what Roe v. Wade says. So now this is where we are. December 1st, you guys had me on because Culture of Life 1972 was at the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. We had mm -hmm. models with us. We had all of our um, business team there, our interns. There were about 14 of us, and we marched just to say, hey, please stand with Mississippi and do not allow any abortions after 15 weeks. This will be saving hundreds of babies American citizens in just the state of Mississippi alone. And then you guys know, I don't need to get on my pedestal, that when one state does the right thing and stands for truth and stands for life, other states will follow in suit. We recently saw DeSantis in Florida standing and saying no abortions after 15 weeks. 
So this is a really exciting time to be a part of the life tribe or the culture of life or the pro-life movement. So now, what happened last week? You guys know that accidentally something leaked for the first time ever in the history of the United States. You and I yeah. know that this was very purposeful. This was very intentional because this is how the pro-aborts work. And what are we talking about? Justice Alito's draft stated that five justices were going to indeed vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. What does that mean if we overturn Roe v. Wade? That basically means that federal law says that it is illegal, we should not be doing it, and it goes back to the states. Why is that important and ridiculously exciting? Well, of course it's exciting when the leadership of the biggest free world, right? Our country is the the free, like we're leading the free world, and we say no abortions at all. Moment of conception, this child's going to be protected under the Constitution. It's going to go back to the states. That's what they're saying. Sovereignty of the states, let's let it go back to the 50 states and identify what they're doing. Well, so, so that's that's basically what his draft said. And there's four of our justices that say, nope, we're going to battle this. We believe that women, it's empowering for them to abort their children all the way up to 40 weeks. Which, by the way, we could also talk about in California currently, they are trying to get a bill pushed that says moms who neglect their babies, their infants, their children, up to 10 months old, if the child is found dead in the house, in the backyard, wherever, that that mom, that dad, does not have to face criminal charges. We know that states like New York, I know, it's diabolical, and that's why we have to say we are in a spiritual war, and we are warring against people that have no moral conscience. They do not do well with the logic or biological truth. In fact, they want to murder the truth. And that's why we are seeing them, as we saw today, burning down Catholic churches. They think that that is the problem. They don't seem to understand that the Catholic Church is not the problem. The Catholic Church is standing for truth. The Catholic Church is standing to the right to life for every, every American citizen. Um, the Catholic Church bows the knee to God and not to the government when the government tells, um, tells us that life begins. And certainly we're not going to listen to the pro-aborts when they tell us that life begins. Because we would do, be doing what California is trying to do, which is, oh, if a child at 10 months old, you know, needs help feeding themselves and bathing themselves and making sure that they don't go into the street, that's really not viable. Their life is not worthy to be protected. So if there's negligence on the mom or dad's part of that 10-month-old that ends up dying, no criminal charges will be uh, will be um, charged. So we here at Culture of Life have been praying for this moment in history. It's exciting time to be alive. We believe it's going to go back to the states. We would like to see Biden and um, Schumer and Nancy Pelosi saying that they are going to do everything in their power to find the person that leaked this. You know, I I'm not the most brilliant girl in the room, but I'll tell you that it's probably one of those four justices that is voting, voting for abortion and not to overturn Roe v. Wade, one of their assistants uh, that has overturned this. The reason that we do not leak drafts is because then you have people that disagree with what the Supreme Court is going to do riding in the streets. I know that um, uh, 
I can't say her name. Su- What's her name? Pusaki? Uh, we call her Pusaki. What do you call her? Pusaki? It's I know. It sounds like sushi. All right. Let, let's just say sushi for the time being. She, um, we know that she's saying that they're peaceful protests. She probably thought that BLM, June 2020, were also peaceful protests. I've also, um, it's a fact that in the state of Virginia, you are not allowed to protest outside of private citizens' homes. So this is against the law while they're protesting outside of our justices' home who live in Virginia. And we are seeing that people are looking the other way. So once again, we're seeing that there is a double standard. Um, The people that are not abiding by the Constitution, the people that are destroying property, destroying churches, destroying, destroying private citizens' peace, nothing is happening to them. But you have people from January 6th, 2021, who are still rotting in jail. Uh, there's, there's a lot there. There, you just caught up. And, and I, I got to tell you, um, first of first all, all, yeah, it is, it is murder. Uh, I can't get over that one part. It is definitely murder. But when you look at everything that you just caught up, for instance, if this was a Republican thing, if there were Republicans out there in the street right now, because right now, it, it's, it's not, not just, just it's, it's not, not against, against state, state law. law. It's, against it's against federal law, law to intimidate or to coerce a federal judge in any way, shape, or form. Whether, whether you're a Supreme Court justice or not, that's, that's immaterial. immaterial. What they are doing is illegal. And if you think that somebody is going to be charged for this, uh, I've got bad news for everybody because ain't nobody going to be charged for it. Ain't nobody going to be any, any more the wiser of it. And everybody's just going to carry on as is. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get my sound. Okay. How do I sound to you right now? Feeling and Mick, am I still echoing on your end? Uh, yes. Yes. I am. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, it's, we can hear you. It's not fine. you that's echoing. It's actually us that's echoing. So whatever. we can hear ourselves. Yeah. We can hear ourselves through your speaker. On okay. Your how about now? Uh, nope, not now. Yeah. Can't hear anything better. now. But, yeah, now but I can't, can't hear, hear you. you. How about yeah, now? I if, apologize. If okay. you turn the out, outboard sound to just your headphones, you sure. should be able to, that'll eliminate it. Sure. And just turn you off got, your internal speakers. Okay. You guys can just keep talking about how amazing culture of life is well, and we, getting back to um, a culture a, we of have life. A, play this first clip here if you can set that up. Um, yeah, that one. Okay. Give me one minute. I'm going to be know, right back in, with my team. These absolutely insane people um, think that it's appropriate to storm into churches in protest of Roe v. Wade being overturned. And they're just, they're so deluded. They think that, you know, they, they're never going to be able to murder their, church, their children ever again. And it, connected you, to something. If you knew anything about the law, too. Bluetooth is not available. Why is Bluetooth not available? That if you knew anything about the law, too, this is the crazy part. They are not destroying 
they're not saying that it's illegal federally. Like all of a sudden it's against the law. Like one night it wasn't against the law. The next night it is against the law. They are literally just saying that the federal government will no longer regulate what an abortion is or how an abortion happens. Yeah, because the states. And yet everybody believes that, oh, well, no, no, no. They're telling us that it's illegal. No, we're actually putting it back on the states. So we're going to let the states figure that one out. But yes, the, here's a very interesting video. So for those that were are listening to the podcast, um, what we saw here was a bunch of people dressed up in Handmaid's Tale costumes with the, the red hooded cloaks. Um, and, and basically the parishioners got them out of the church. And, uh, and you know, and then they're like, I have a right to kill yeah. my baby. Like, yep. are you kidding me? No, no, you don't have a right to kill your baby. So can you hear me now? And is there still an echo coming in you guys? No, there's no echo and you sound perfect. That's thank you so very much, much better. That's awesome. Whatever your daughter did, she rocked it. Tell her. <laughs> thank brilliant. You. My daughter is my IT team. Yes. This, first, this is our, our son is too, but he's kind of worthless he right now. Sucks he's in it. the middle of finals. So <laughs> okay. my girls just got home from college last night. We came in very late in the evening. So yeah. Um, what I want to share with you are a few things, and you know that I'm a big talker, so just cut me um, off. But I read parts of The Handmaid's Tale. This is a book that we battled getting out of our public school because it is so violent. It is so wicked. It is so sexually graphic. So for the listener, you're I don't believe anyone should be reading this book. Margaret Altwood is the author of this book. She wrote it in the 80s. She is a huge pro-abort. She is a rabid feminist. In this book that is fraught with vi sexual violence, 350 pages of sexual violence, 
There is no doubt that it is claiming that white Christian men suppress women in the United States of America, and they just view women as sex objects. We know as part of the pro-life community and those people that seek truth and know truth, that nothing could be farther from the truth. Jesus Although, Christ and I, I Christians to, actually uh, elevate women. Yes. I, I have to say, Carla, though, I doubt that any of those women have actually read the book. I'm sure that they saw the, the Hulu series, um, which was... Really didn't do the book justice. Yeah, not, not nearly as... Um, as uh, it was more impl implied, you know, that the violence and the, I mean, of course the degradation of women was, uh, it was fraught with that, but um, that the violence, not so much that, you know. I so, so this is what I want to say. This is my point. Even I didn't watch it on Hulu at all, but I mm -hmm. would assume that on Hulu, they're trying to say that these, we women live in a misogynist man world where we are victims every day. Yep, well, yeah. I would like to tell you that I believe that that is the pro-abortion mantra. Pro-abortionists like Gloria Steinem, Betty Friedman, these are women that say, go and uh, let men abuse you. Have all the sex you want. Do all the sex. They're, they're quoted as saying this. Get get the STDs that you want. Have all the sex you want before you get married. And after you get married, that's when you start your career. Mm -hmm. There's quotes by Gloria Steinem where she says, women need, a, uh, women need a man like a fish needs a bicycle. They hate men. Um, we talk about um, violence towards women. There's nothing more violence than going inside of a woman and yanking out the child inside of her. So when I think about sexual violence, I think about The Handmaid's Tale is really describing pro-abortion and a world where these pro-aborts allow themselves to be abused by men. They ask for it. Let's talk about who really abuses men, because I read the book. When I read this book, it reminded me of what is happening to women in the Middle East, that they are just property, that they get beaten, they're allowed to be raped and killed, they're allowed to be divorced for absolutely no reason. And so when we were battling The Handmaid's Tale, I often was saying, please, I will buy you a one-way ticket to go to the Middle East to fight for women's rights. But do not fight for women's rights here in the United States of America, because in fact, I think that women have more rights than men in this country. We've demasculinated our men. All to say that it's very disturbing to see these women walking into our churches dressed as the handmaid's tale. It is once again a lie from the pit of hell, just like we're hearing um, them say out of the White House that Mississippi is not only going to ban abortion, but they also want to ban birth control. Yeah. No one in Mississippi has said that. But once again, the pro-aborts are just going to lie. They're going to create a fear, a culture of fear, a culture of death. They, they work best in a fear-mongering world. So I want your listening to hear me say that you're going to hear a lot of crazy stuff coming from the pro-abortionists. I'm going to probably tell you that zero percent of it is accurate information or truthful so truth yep so carla i got a question for you because uh, this really confuses me right um 
they provided extra security to all the justices on the Supreme Court. And my question really boils down to this. What do they have to be worried about? There are, there are, no, well, there, there are no domestic terrorists right now going to D.C. because all the domestic terrorists feel like they finally won something. We finally got our we finally got our way. We finally made it apparent. Hey, look, abortion is murder. And we're all domestic terrorists. Right, but I none guess. of us are in D.C. Yes. So why the extra security for the Supreme I, Court justices? Right. And none of us were marching and burning and looting down cities in June, July and August of 2020 either. However, um, it's funny because obviously I call the pro-aborts domestic terrorists and I've been calling them that for a very long time. And I actually have been terrorized by them because my daughters and I have prayed outside of Planned Parenthood. We have prayed outside of schools that are trying to get Planned Parenthood counselors to go into the schools when I thought that our tax dollars should not be paying for Planned Parenthood counselors to go into the public schools. We had people using the F word, screaming and yelling at us when my children were as young as 12, 10, and 8. We were spit on. We had people throw dirty, um, bloody tampons at us. This is the pro-abortions... Um, this is what they do. This is their mojo. This is the playbook that they pass around. So yes, they are um, not having peaceful protests outside of our uh, Supreme Court justices' homes, the ones well, that are pro-life. Well, uh, Piznazi, we call her Piznazi. Um, yeah, that's uh, she. She she had a uh, she had something to say about that in particular. Go ahead and come on. And play come on. It's her, her last her last week, folks. Yeah, come exactly. On. That's just impossible. How's that happening? How dare you? <laughs> so I know that there's an outrage right now. I guess about. Uh, protests that have been peaceful to date, and we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes, and that's the president's position. But the silence is pretty deafening about all of the other intimidation that we've seen to a number of people. Yeah, the silence is deafening about the intimidation we've seen to a number of people. So they're what? just they're peaceful protests, you know. We're what? we're back to to peaceful protests. Yeah, whether we're Catholics or not is immaterial. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. All Christians believe this. Uh, the sanctity yes. of life. I mean, it's not. It's not just about Catholics. I don't understand what the. I mean, I get it. Most people are coming out after the Catholics. Fine, do it. I guess we're a glutton for punishment. But at the same time that we're a glutton for punishment, I look at it this way. I, I don't know of another Christian sect that doesn't believe that a that or that believes that abortion is the right thing to do. Yeah, you're don't. right. You're right in saying that, Mickey Mick. Um, I will tell you that um, the Catholic Church has always led the charge and been most courageous in the pro-life movement. Um, also, I encourage every person to read the National Organization of Women's Manifesto that was written in the 1960s. It is a must read. It is about 40 pages of what their plan was for the United States of America. They said things like, and this is back in the 60s, you guys, they said things like, we want abortion to, to kill babies inside of the womb um, up to the third trimester. They said that we want a gender-free society. They were using gender neutrality terms in the 60s. You don't know this unless you have read the National Organization of Women's Manifesto, N-O-W. There are also 
pages and pages that are dedicated to the Catholic Church. National Organization of Women hates the Catholic Church. They believe that it is patriarchal. They believe that women do not have rights. They believe that the Catholic Church is preaching that women should have 10, 12, 15 children, and that this does not bring women happiness. This brings women um, enslavement. So this is none of their business. If they decide not to be Catholic, get out of the church. If they decide we don't want your opinion, we don't go over to you and tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing. So I stand with the Catholic Church in saying that if I choose to be a mom that stays home with my babies, if I choose to be a mom that has one child or 15 child, that is my decision. I live in the United States of America and I shouldn't be bullied and harassed into thinking that I am enslaved because I married to a man for 26 years. Yeah, I have to say, I think my my chickens, which are a pain in the ass, um, are much more enslaving than my children or my husband because, you know, I, I have to get up at the crack of dawn and let them out of the coop um, and, and I have to go out at sunset and get them back in the coop. The ducklings, too. I spent 30 minutes trying to get them out of the pool today. They were pretty funny. So, <laughs> you know, the puppies need to be fed and walked regularly. The kids are pretty self-sufficient. Um, so so is the husband for the most part. So, you know, um, maybe the kids a little more so than the husband. But, uh, but you know, it's that's that's family. That's, you know, that's that's what we choose to do. That's what gives us purpose and fulfillment in, in our life, right? It's, it's not about going to work every single day, working for someone else. Um, and because, you know, that, that was always the big excuse that I remember, uh, for people having an abortion, especially when I was growing up, you know, well, I'm not ready to have a kid right now because I, I'm, I really need to concentrate on my career. My career just started. I yeah. gotta get ahead. I, I, I need my, my work is more important. And then, you know, they come to be 35 or 40 and their, their eggs have kind of started to, to dry up and they've realized that they've slaved away for someone else for so long that they don't even know what life is. And they pretty much passed their chance at having kids and they're unfulfilled and miserable, miserable. Exactly. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. We've been killing our children from the beginning of time. You can go back to Babylon and Moloch, and there used to be actual idols that families would sacrifice their children to because they wanted wealth. They wanted prosperity. They wanted to be healthy. They wanted to win a battle. And they would put that child on Moloch's burning hands and watch their child be incinerated. They We're still not doing do that. Anything. I'm sorry? They still do that. Right. So now we don't actually have idols that we can look at and bow down to. But in the United States of America, the pro-aborts are still a pagan society. And what they are doing is they are worshiping the idols of wealth, promiscuity, convenience, and they are putting their children on the altar of those things. And they are killing America's children. And we in the pro-life movement want to protect those children. Um, we have a right to protect them, we believe, under the Constitution. And even if the Constitution said that these children did not have a right to life, we would stand up and say, but God says that they do. Because in the pro-life movement, we do not abide by um, 
governmental laws when they circumvent what God's word says. So therefore, God has created all life from the moment of conception, and therefore we will defend and protect all life. We have a million people who are waiting to adopt children in the United States of America today. That is a viable option. We also have uh, 2,000 crisis pregnancy centers across the United States of America. Culture of Life 1972 supports Life Turning Point right here in Philadelphia. So we give um, money to support and give bottles, diapers, life skills, teach them how to balance a checkbook, get them back to GED. See, we who are part of the pro-life community do not just take care of the mom and baby, but we also continue to care for them once the child is here. So we um, at Culture of Life 1972, whether Roe v. Wade is overturned or not, we are going to continue to do what we have always done, which is to change the culture, change the mind of the culture, change the conscience of our nation so that abortionists are sick and tired of counting 10 fingers and 10 toes. Nurses are sick and tired of using that little vacuum to suck a baby outside of the mom's womb. Moms stop walking into abortion clinics. Um, we also are working. We're the only pro-life fashion brand. We hope that there is eventually going to be a moment in time where all fashion brands are supporting life instead of giving millions of dollars to the abortion industry. We saw last week that Levi's jeans, Levi's fashion brand, came out and said, well, now that Dobbs, uh, it looks like Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned, we are going to provide our employees that want abortions with the um, with money to have the abortion. We're also going to allow them to, uh, we're going to give them lodging and we're going to give them transportation if they need to go to another state. Like Mississippi, you're not able to abort a child after 15 weeks. But if you want to go to a, a surrounding state or another state where, they can, where they're aborting babies at 40 weeks, we're going to pay for you to do that and we're going to send you there and give you lodging. So here's a cry out. Um, in my house, we girl caught because I'm a mom of three little girls. So my poor husband is definitely outnumbered. So we call it girl cutting instead of boycotting. And we urge all of you to girl cut companies like Levi's. They are putting your money against your family values. Please do not support them. Amazon also said that yeah. they will give up to $4,000 to their employees for the same situation, to pay for their abortion, to pay for them to have lodging, to pay for transportation. This is my question to you all. We live in a culture of death right now. It is changing, I believe. But currently, Amazon, Nike, I mean, yeah, Nike does support a culture of death, but they have for many, many years. Um, Levi's and Amazon and Citibank have just recently come out, Lyft, and said, we're going to actually pay in full. They are killing future customers, number one, but also they're rewarding evil. They're rewarding death. Are they also giving $4,000 to an employee that wants to adopt? Are they giving $4,000 to an employee that um, is going through treatment so that they can have a baby? No, because so that, that doesn't make good business sense for them, right? Because when when you have um, a, a new mother, first off, they're out for 12 weeks um, maternity leave. Uh, so they're losing productivity and they still have to pay them for it. 
Um, and then after that, you know, when, when you have kids, kids get sick, you got to take time off. They have to leave at a certain time because you have to pick them up from daycare. They can't work all hours of the day and night anymore. It makes good business sense to have them kill their children in the womb rather than interfere with their, their business model and their business hours. Uh, of of course they would rather pay for that. But Vlin, interestingly enough, a lot of these companies are also doing something called paternity leave. Mm-hmm. So they're insisting on paying for the man to also stay home for three months. Which is another thing I find very interesting because are they going to give guys four, four grand? I mean, because <laughs> apparently, according to liberals now, guys can have babies. That's impossible. <laughs> but according to liberals, that can happen. I that- wish it was possible. Seriously, I would love to see you push even a five pound baby out of your penis. That would be awesome. After 30 years with you, that would be fabulous. That would be life altering. I I can tell you that right now. I adored being pregnant. I loved it. I think that it's what makes women so fun and exciting. Um, You know, I think more power to you. I hated being pregnant. There's a role for men. There's a role for men. You know, we're both very equal, but we're different. You know, biology now stands with us. You guys, men have testosterone, therefore they cannot get pregnant. We have estrogen, therefore we can nurse babies. I mean, this is kindergarten biology here. This is not rocket science. And again, pro-aborts, the feminists, the progressive love to live in a world of utter confusion, utter lawlessness. Um, They believe that um, love is allowing lies and destruction. Um, I believe that love is truth. You cannot dissect the two. So we know that when we speak truth, people hate us. Um, The darkness hates the light. So my point is, yes, they leaked this purposefully. They leaked this draft very purposefully so that the justices that are pro-life are going to be attacked and they are going to be harassed and they are going to be bullied. There is nothing peaceful about what's happening. Um, So again, I just want to tell you that um, the pro-aborts have always used um, Saul Alinsky's book of intimidation and communist tactics. They've always tried to destroy the nuclear family. They know that the nuclear family is what makes a very strong community. When we have a very strong nuclear family, we do not need the government for help. We have grandparents, aunts, and uncles that we can go to for help. We have the church that we can go to for help. In the last 20 years, the government has replaced the church. Yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah, Chucky, Chucky Schumer had, uh, real, had something wait, to say. Real on quick, this before too. we get to that, um, just because you brought it up and maybe you brought up a great point because Zolinsky, if you, y'all don't know, that is like the liberal playbook. It is a hundred percent. The liberal playbook. It is what they follow, uh, what they idolize, what they adore. But with that, you you live up there, and uh, you're my sister from Philadelphia, as I like to call you, because uh, you two are an Eagles fan. God bless. Um, that being said, uh, how how is Philly about old Doctor Hemet Oz there? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you guys feeling about old Doctor Hemet Oz? Okay, well, I'm going to be honest with you on this. Um, Philadelphia is standing with Oz because President Trump is endorsing him. And we trust President Trump. His, um, he loves America. He is the most pro-life president that we have 
ever had, I can go back and tell you. By the way, we are here today because he put Gorsuch in the Supreme Court. He put Amy Comey Barrett there. He put Kavanaugh there. And those the three only reason that we are here today. And let me tell you that Dr. Ben Carson, who is ridiculously pro-life, has been to Pennsylvania and is also campaigning next to Oz. So I know that there are things in the past that we are very concerned about with Oz, if that is what you're referring to. That is very just much like, what I'm referring to. Just like in the past, there were a lot of things that everybody was very concerned with Trump about because Trump was with Hillary and Trump was donating to the Democratic Party. But then we saw a change in Trump because we saw that he he was red pilled, basically. And so here in Pennsylvania, many of us are going to be voting for Oz. We believe that he is the only one that is going to beat the Democrat. And you all need to understand that in my state that I am battling for daily, the GOP swamp is deep. They do not like Trump. Our election was stolen in this state. We are the state that has Dr. Gosnell. We are the state that has produced Dr. Levine that is still in the White House. And mm -hmm. every GOP are here rolled over and played dead. We need somebody strong. We need somebody that is spending their own millions of dollars, which is Dr. Oz. He is invested in making Pennsylvania great again. That is my feeling on that. Okay. I uh, know we're just, I'm just wondering because um, in 2024, there will be another candidate that you guys can vote for as well. That is more, way more pro-life than Donald Trump is. Um, and you're looking at him, uh, both myself and another guy are going to run against him because we cannot believe the decisions that Trump has made to endorse individuals. Uh, Oz being one of them, because I've heard a lot more from the Western side of Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh area and out there, they're just like, yeah, well, no, and, we don't want this guy at all. We've heard, you know, we've heard Oz himself. Yeah, he sounds in, like a liberal one pu minute. Pushing transgender, you know, pushing sex change on children, pushing abortion, um, you is know. Is this and in that the past or is this today? Oh, yeah. no, oh, no, this was like was four or five days ago. This was on morning breakfast there yeah. in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Perfect. The same show that Joe Biden went on said, well, if you if you're voting for Trump, well, yeah, you no, ain't black. When he said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black um, yeah. with with Charlemagne the God. Oz was on there last week and he he was still promoting, you know, pushing abortion. Um, so, yes, well, not that pushing is, it, but he wasn't he, like saying he, he was he wasn't coming against it. He wasn't saying, no, abortion is murder. He wasn't saying, no, okay. you know, we're, we, we have to get, you know, go against abortion. So, um, yeah, that is that is now. Um, so that, that was very, very disturbing for us. And I just, uh, we're just, I, I, like, I've seen some of the other selections Trump's made. I, I still think, don't get me wrong. I still think Trump's a great guy. I still think he was the best president we've ever had. However, that being said, with all of that put aside, the people that he's endorsed of the 105 endorsements that he's given out so far, 22 of them, I can tell you right now are not America first candidates, nor are they anywhere close to being pro-life. You can ask him about their stance. You can go look their stance up. You're not going to find anything about their, whether they're pro-life or pro-choice. It is uh, quite scary when it, when you boil it down. Cause what he, I can see what he's doing. I can look at it. I'm looking at the, the, the terrain and saying, okay, well, he's picking a fight here. He's going to pick a fight here. He's going to pick a fight here. I don't know why he's picking the places he's picking, but for instance, Joe Lombardo in Nevada uh, running for governor, David Perdue. No, here. he's running for sheriff. Joe Lombardo is running for no Lombardo is running for governor. 
Oh, he is? Yes. Okay. Um, Purdue is running for governor here. Dr. Oz running up there. Um, there's, uh, what's his name? Um, just in North up, up here, he endorsed, uh, uh, the black guy that used to be a liberal last year and now decided this year, I guess he's Vernon, a Jones. Vernon Jones. Yep. Um, I mean the congressional districts and all the seats. I mean, I I've looked at the list and I've looked up the candidates. 22 of them are not America first candidates. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, Donald, what are you doing, dude? You told us to fight for America yet. Now here it is. You're coming back around. You're surrounding yourself with the same people that have you in an echo chamber that you can't hear anybody else speak. And you're taking it like the whole reason he came out against, for instance, the vaccine is because he got booed on stage. You remember that? You remember when he got booed at that rally and everybody's like, Oh no, boo. And then he's like, well, wait a minute. He and didn't then really he shut up against the vaccine. He just stopped talking yes. about it. He shut up yeah. about the whole vaccine. And I'm sitting here going, wait a minute, Donald, come on, dude. This is what you told us to fight against. This is what you told us to fight for. We're fighting for America pro-life. We're fighting for, you know, and you're giving us candidates that aren't pro-life. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why is he endorsing this guy? This He meets none of other than I've heard other people say it. I don't know if it's true. I don't want to believe it, but I've heard that it's a pay to play thing. And I'm like, uh, that I, I don't believe that not for a second, but then again, it is politics. You can't really put anything past politicians. Everything's pay to play in politics. So I just said, screw it. So me and this other guy, Justin, we are going to go ahead and we're going to challenge him. Cause I think that's what he's really looking for. He's looking for somebody to call him on his BS. And I'm going to be the first one to stand up and say, nope, 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 nope. You're not the most pro-life. Cause I can guarantee you I'm the most pro-life candidate that's ever run for this office. And I can't wait to get it because the first thing I will do is strike it down and any other ridiculous law that comes from the federal government. And I will leave it to the States to make up their own minds. And I let the States handle their business. And if the States come away and Hey, I, the federal government's hands off. We're going to be the smallest federal government anybody's ever seen. Lightest and leanest federal government's ever existed. Cannot wait. And gas will be back down to prayerfully something that's way more reasonable. Buck 99 Nine, a gallon. 99 cents a gallon. I can remember when, you know, uh, driving down to New Jersey, even when I was a kid, I mean, I was like 17 and, uh, yeah. And in New Jersey, you know, you can't pump your own gas and it was still 99 cents a gallon. I was like, Man, I miss those days. I forgot that you were from Jersey. So well, Connecticut, get, but yeah. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so let me just get back to Oz again. You know, I just want to tell you that because people have been calling me all week long. Um, Oz is from the area where I grew up. I knew that he was very liberal. Everybody knew that. I never watched his show. But I will tell you that he's been campaigning very hard. I did have the opportunity to meet him. He at the event where I was, was talking about that he is pro-life, that he's a medical doctor. He understands that life begins inside of the womb. Um, I've been following him on social media. He's been tweeting out that he's pro-life. I don't know why somebody would say that. It only brings a ton of hate in the state of Pennsylvania. So, um, and again, with the transgender and, and gender neutrality, my understanding is that he is against biological men playing on uh, women's sports teams like we just had happen right here at University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, so, you guys have been right in the middle of all of this. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. The Pennsylvania yeah. is an utter, dark, confusing mess. Uh, Philadelphia is a mess right now. It is lawless. Uh, police are leaving the force because... 
Um, we have a police chief that is backing the criminal. And um, it's just a dangerous place to live in Philadelphia and the surrounding areas. It's also a dangerous place to live, I believe, in our state. If you believe in truth, there's a target on your back in your community. So we need really strong people that want to make our state be truthful, um, decrease our taxes, be a pro-life state. And, and I'm going to go back and watch what you're telling me, Oz said, because obviously if what you're telling me is truthful, he will not be getting my vote. But this is the first time that I am hearing that. And that's, and that's possible. I mean, I don't know how well it was put out. I mean, we just had a clip of it and I was like, Hold, yeah, was I like couldn't a, believe that. that minute, minute I was like, wait a minute. Clip. And then we played immediately after that, his, when he was at the Pennsylvania Trump rally, uh, I forget where it was. I think it was in, um, like last uh, week he was there, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, where was, was that? It was in a random county yeah, little like town. Some yeah. Har- uh, I thought it was Harrisburg at first, but I think it was north of yeah. Harrisburg somewhere. Um, he, uh, I, I almost want to say, <laughs> I want to say he did it in Scranton just to take no, off Joe I Biden, but Scranton. I don't think it was a Scranton. No. <laughs> Uh, but that would be really funny. It'd be ironic if Donald it Trump did that. I, I'd have to give the man props. I'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, that's pretty badass, Joe. Uh, well, anyway. hey, do me a favor. Play, the, play this Schumer clip because there's one other point on this that I really want to get to here. And uh, and this this highlights it. Go ahead, Manu. If protests are peaceful, yes. My house is, there's protests three, four times a week outside my house. That's the, uh, the American way to peacefully protest is okay. And I've been, that's my wife, sorry. Um, maybe there's a protest outside. And that actually, that, that wasn't quite the one, but um, yeah. It's there's the one you had. There, I know, I, no, no, there's, there's another, there's another Schumer clip. My apologies. Um, but yeah, okay. First off, it's illegal to protest. It's the next Schumer clip. My bad. I'll pull that one. Up. Okay, um, but it it is illegal to to protest outside a um, private citizen. A, yeah, but especially a judge's house because it's considered intimidation right. in yeah, something. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So um, I mean, have, that's, that's what happens in Haiti. This is what happens in third world countries. Well, uh, Wick, Wick said there's no with, sound. There's no sound. Can you? There's no the, sound from me. All the clips have no sound. That's impossible. I couldn't hear them. I could not hear the clips. They were very quiet. I just thought it was my end. Maybe you could just reiterate what the clip was saying. Hmm. Hold on. Let me see if this. Okay. Take it. your time. Um, we're, we're battling the audio. You brought the audio issues yeah. to us. I know it's, you know, it's been all day. I think it's because we're talking about something that's so important. I want to encourage all of your listeners to pray for our justices, all of them, you know, the five that they will have protection and the other four that they would want to be a part of a culture of life. When we live in a culture of life, life breeds life. Death breeds death. There's no doubt in my mind that we're seeing school shootings, suicide rates are up because we do not protect innocent life inside of the womb. You have the audio working yet? Because I can keep talking. <laughs> still. All right, hold, hold on. on. Let me try this Let's one. Try Let me this see one. if this changes anything. Um, I hope it does. Okay. Let me see here. All right. Let's see if you guys hear it. Tell me if you hear it. Give me a five by five on the sound. No. No sound. <laughs> what? What in the crap is going on? Interesting. Hmm. Did you hear that, Carla? No, no, she said no. 
All right. Well, we're going to go back to the show for a bit, and I'm going to sit here and Is figure out what's going one on. One of these? No, it's got nothing to do with it. Okay. That's so, so I weird. would encourage you all to buy USA Made, buy uh, companies, purchase with companies that are giving back to pro family, pro life values. Um, I know that you guys have a code. We're a sponsor with you all. So if they, they use your code this evening, they get free shipping. Um, Sweet. And right. What is your code again? I can look it's it up for you really Patriot quick. Party. It's Patriot Party. So if you guys go to col1972.com and use the promo code Patriot Party, tonight you get free shipping. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, this, the Always quality of these clothes is amazing. Yeah. So Always they get free shipping. Think of graduation. We had a ton of people shopping with us for Mother's Day. Um, we have everybody shopping with us for high school graduations and college graduations. Um, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, we were just at Liberty University. We had a huge fashion show for life there with 500 students that showed up and a lot of people in the community. The reason that we are battling through fashion is because it is a pop culture war. The left, as you know, makes the pro aborts look so fashionable and so empowering. And we know that that could not be further from the truth. So well, they have to wear pretty clothes because they're generally just kind of ugly, you know? Well, I mean, isn't it funny? They're starting, I, I recently read that they're having a sex uh, strike. And you think, yes, if you would have a sex strike, you know, uh, that would probably like reduce That'd the abortions by like 75%. So yes. like, this is great. We're all um, about that. Have, have it, have a way. Please. It's so funny, like their tactics and their strategy and our tactics, of course, are praying against this great evil and just trying to make the pro-life movement, the culture of life movement look so very attractive and winsome and fun because we are. Don't believe what the left says, that we are hateful and that we um, wish ill on anyone who has even had an abortion. Um, I, I have friends that have had one or two abortions and they now realize that it was wrong. And even before when they did, I still, you know, I felt badly for them and I pitied them and I knew perhaps one day they would come around and they would realize what they had done. But, um, we don't hate culture of life is not about hating pro-life movement is not about hating. We love and pray for our enemies. That's what we're called to do. Um, so, you know, we're just not violent. Um, and I just encourage you all to continue to pray for all of the justices. Um, I pray that they work on this draft and just release it as its finality as soon as possible. So this rioting just stops and then it just goes to the States. Well, it, and that's kind of sort of my, uh, one of my issues right now with this is that, you know, we have heard so much about this now. I, I, I think it's, it, it should be adored on the court that right now they should make the decision and they should roll with it. Yeah. Because it's already been leaked. Um, if that's honestly where the court's leaning, then let's go ahead and do it because it's only going to get worse from here when you actually sign it and everything else goes to, I mean, I hate to use the word, but when not really, but when everything else goes to shit, you know, we've got to be able to move forward as a country, as a whole, so that these liberals who think that what we're doing 
is completely isolating. Well, no, it's completely illegal because that's what they believe. They completely believe right now that what we're doing is making abortion illegal. We are not making abortion illegal. There is no part of this that makes abortion illegal. All we're saying is that the federal government is not going to regulate it anymore. We're not going to, they're saying it's illegal per the federal government and the states now have the right to make their own decisions. Um, you're right. You want to go live in California where it's legal to get an abortion? Go do it. You want to go to New York? Go to New York. Um, but if you want to live in Georgia or you want to live somewhere in the South where we've already said no, 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 and we're outlawing it, then yeah, guess what? You're not buying a house down here. You're probably not going to live here because you're probably not going to get along with anybody. But I've also heard the other side of that argument. And it's been really, it's been an eye-opening week, so to speak. Um, part of my week was spent uh, I was at, I last week I went to a couple of guys houses. They were some black guys. They had big Stacey Abrams flags or signs in their yard. And I was like, uh, I'm sitting inside their house. And the guy's just like, well, you're awful quiet. Uh, I figured you would want to talk to another, to another veteran. I said, well, to be honest with you, sir, I probably have nothing in common with you. And, and he said, well, why is that? And I said, well, just judging by the sign in your front yard. And he said, oh, no, no, no. Oh, dude, I ain't, I ain't voting for that. Federal. No, 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 no. That's so they don't destroy my house. Unbelievable. I was like, in Georgia. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if I put anything else in front of my house, if I put what I really feel in front of my house, if I put up a Donald Trump sign, my car's tires will be slashed. He said they'll uh, tear up my lawn. He said, I don't even want to think what they do to the house. He's like, no, no, no. I, I ain't doing that. And I was and like, you, Georgia. You? yes. Yep. Yep. Wow. Wow. Because Pennsylvania, yes, that'll happen. But Georgia, it's interesting that you have a small group of domestic terrorists in Georgia that are going around yep. and not harassing people that are defending life, defending truth, and defending the United States of America. That's exactly what they're doing. It's a, it's a small group, but they think because they can yell the loudest that they're voice counts the most and and that's just not true i wouldn't even go that far they if they can destroy the most amount of property and they're not, they know they're not going to get in trouble for yeah they don't get in that trouble. is what we've spawned with all this woke crap they think oh well all i gotta say well i was just standing up for the you know you know for you know black rights or whatever and that's it they're not going to get in trouble for it yep. because that's what's what's happening right now in DC is such a bigger, um, I want to say probably an echo of what's going on in our country right now, especially with the January 6th people, because they're still being held. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them still haven't even been charged yet. And that's the most ridiculous thing. And under the, you know, under the constitution, you know, and your rights, uh, the bill of rights, you know, you have the right to be charged within 24 hours or let go one of the two. That's the choices they have. And the federal government is completely usurping that right right now. I, I, I don't know why it doesn't make any sense to me. It's pretty stupid if you ask me, but I still believe that this is, this is just an echo of what's going on in the rest of the country. And this is how disconnected most liberals are. And I fair to say 90% of the Republican party as well, because you still have rhinos that are running for office. And I'm like, why are you running? You know you're not going to win. We do not want you. You have nothing to do with us. You are not about America first. I think they're delusional. I think that we've lived in a country that has applauded people who are delusional. Yeah, we live in an upside-down clown world. What I want to know is how come the 62 million black babies that have been killed in the last 40 years 
don't matter to Black Lives Matter? Well, there's a lot of things that don't that matter. Don't matter. Matter or yeah. the progressives that claim that they are protecting minorities. Yeah. And again, that's the delusional world that they live in. And I again will blame pastors um, in this country, priests, um, because they are supposed to be the defenders of the truth. You go back to 1776, and we had the Black Robe Regiment. And those were pastors and preachers in this country that said, we will defend the rights um, of the people in America. Um, We will defend the rights to bear arm. We will defend the rights not to pay taxes to King George. The pastors and the preachers of this country rose up and stood up for truth. And many of them, uh, their lives were taken for it. But then there was a, a pastor in the late 1800s. His name was Cotton Mathers. This is interesting because he said this in the late 1800s about the United States of America. He said that um, prosperity, uh, excuse me, religion birthed prosperity and the daughter ate the mother. So here in the United States of America, religion, abiding by the Ten Commandments, birthed prosperity or wealth and then the mother, the, the daughter ate the mother, meaning prosperity and wealth and affluence ate religion. We're not a religious country anymore. If you think that we are, you're believing a lie. We do not fear God. These people who are on sex strikes, these people who claim that children at 10 months old do not have the right to life, they are, they are not God-fearing people. Um, and they're delusional. And um, we are finding ourselves living in a society where pastors and preachers and leaders that are supposed to be defending the truth, fathers, I blame fathers in the house, I blame mothers also, but we need men to stand up. We need strong men. We need men that are going to lead their children and they're going to love their wives and they're going to run for office and they're going to do the hard things. And again, we know from the beginning of time that darkness has hated the light. We know that evil tries to destroy righteousness and goodness. And we know that there's always a small group of people, and I'm I'm so proud to call you guys my small group of people, but we win. David beat Goliath. You know, we serve the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Moses, these were people that weren't supposed to win. And they did because one with God is a majority. So I want to leave your listeners very hopeful and very much um, encouraged and very much empowered. But you have a duty. We have a responsibility to teach our children well, our grandchildren well, and to speak truth when we have opportunity to say that every child unborn and born, has a right to life, a God-given right to life. Yes, constitutionally, yes, we know it says life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. But you guys, if it didn't say that, I would still be battling for every human being's right to life because it is God-ordained and God-breathed. So I think that is what the pro-aborts know they're up against. We're not fearful. We are fearless. And we will battle. We will stand and we will battle. And so the next couple of weeks, you're going to hear a lot of lies coming from the pro-aborts. You're going to hear them saying that 
ridiculous things like millions of women are going to die in back alley abortions. It's just not true. Um, we know that abortion doctors are still going to be doing this, even if it is outlawed in every single solitary state. That's why I'm a firm believer in changing the conscience of a nation, that people go back to the year 1972 when we knew that it was a child in the womb. We didn't call it a fetus. What the heck is a fetus? I'll tell you what it is. That's a pro-abort term. Before 1973, we called it a child in the womb. We immediately called the woman carrying the child a mom, but we allowed the pro-aborts to steal our truthful narrative. And now we live in a world with delusional narrative where kids grow up thinking that it's a fetus in the womb, that you're not a mom until you have a child. And in reality, that is false. And interestingly enough, I believe that why we're winning in 2022 2023, by the way, you guys, is going to be the 50-year anniversary of Roe v. Wade. Yep. Be a powerful celebration. If we were not celebrating Roe v. Wade, but we were celebrating overturning Roe v. Wade and going back to a culture of life on our way to going back to a culture of life. I believe that the 4D ultrasounds that have come in have showed this generation, these young kids, that their little brother or sister is not a fetus. That ultrasound that hangs on the refrigerator is not a fetus, it's a baby. They can see this 4D ultrasound, they can see little fingers, little toes, the baby yawning, the baby clapping, and they know they're not growing up delusional. They know the truth. This is a baby inside of their mom's womb. This is not a fetus. So and, we're with you guys. And like like I told you before, I, I'm proud to say that I've been a part of a group that donated one of those to the local abortion rights rights clinics or the abortion clinic down the Planned road parenthood or whatever and, yeah uh, yeah and i i they said that 93 percent of the women that use it will not go through with it so and there is some hope because we even have what's his name uh you played him last night bear or whatever uh the guy on late night bill mar bill mar he's starting to turn he he's sitting there the other day and he said i found out that 63 percent of all pro-life advocates are women i didn't know that right yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. holy crap, I'm blonde and I was born on a Saturday and it just happened to be last Saturday and I'm pretty stupid. But even I know that. Well, and the, the clip that unfortunately we're uh, well, having issue playing. This might work. See, 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 if, this all right, works see if it works. Like, guys, let us know if you can hear this. Because for the first time in 50 years, yes. a conservative majority on the Supreme Court is on the brink of dismantling 50 years of precedent and declaring that women do not have the right to an abortion. This is a giant step backwards in the rights of women and the rights of Americans. One of the most giant steps backward that the court has ever taken. And this decision, if enacted, will live in infamy like several of their other decisions have. If the decision happens, tens of millions of women will see their right to have control over their own bodies vanish in the blink of an eye. Imagine no, she didn't hear it. five extreme justices telling 100 million American women how they should treat their bodies. The outrage among women is palpable and real. And, act and it's the outrage directed against this court is deserved. MAGA Republican Control, MAGA Republican controlled legislatures like Mississippi, Arizona, Texas, and Louisiana are racing to pass extreme anti-choice legislation.
that will send women's rights back into the Stone Age. No exceptions for rape. No exceptions for incest. And over the weekend, Leader McConnell said a nationwide ban on abortion was possible. Now, Republicans have talked about their dream to overturn Roe v. Wade for a long time, but now the MAGA Republicans have taken over. If the MAGA Republicans get their way, millions of women in America would no longer have power over their own bodies and their own lives. If the MAGA Republicans get their way, young girls will grow up in a world where if they become pregnant because of rape, they will have no choice but to carry their rapist child. Can you imagine? Wow. That is, it, so that's some of the MAGA Republicans want to want, want kids, people to grow up in a world where if someone gets pregnant because of rape, they will be forced to carry that child. You know, if you listen to the left right now, it's it, their major talking point is that every abortion is, is, from rape or incest. Yeah, that's what it sounds that's, like. And that's it's less than 1%. It's less than 1% of the 16 million American children that have been denied the right to life, that there is a grave. They will never have a birthday. They will never have a Christmas gift. Um, these are probably children that might have been great researchers, school teachers. Maybe they would have been able to um, come up with a plan for world peace. The abortion industry and the pro-aborts are retarding or slowing down all of the world's advancements in killing our children and killing our human resources. Now, let me just dissect some of the things that he says. I'm embarrassed, first of all, that Schumer is leading the country in any way. He uses words that he should not be using, like extreme, multiple times. These are fear-mongering, biased words that he should not be using. I want to tell you, he said, a giant step backwards for mankind. I disagree with him wholeheartedly. When we overturn Roe v. Wade in a couple of weeks or a couple of days, this is a giant step forward for mankind. This is a giant step forward for humanity, that we are not doing barbaric things to our innocent children, that we are going to stop doing these Nazi-esque practices inside of the womb. I not also to mention for women right for women's rights. I mean, because like as we just discovered the other day, we were talking about it and I was going through some of the bad things uh, that have happened because of abortions yes. and the fact that the human body is not supposed to go through a Hoover being shoved up inside of you cleaning. You that is not supposed to happen in some of the real big damages and things that happen to women that they get really ticked off about when they find out about like. Uh, I can't have kids. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. Atopic pre pregnancies is one of the biggest ones that I know of. And that's like, and those are huge. And like, uh, when we find out about it, you're normally about four, three to four months along. And that's really, really bad. And it, it puts a big strain on your body. Not only does it put a big strain on your body, but it also puts a big strain on the baby because the baby's trying to stay warm and he doesn't have that normal nice sack to, to live in, to be warm in. Um, surrounded by all that amniotic fluid. Uh, there's all sorts of bad things that happen there. There's uh, uh, beyond that. I mean, we, we don't even know if when the Hoover's up there, if it cleans out your ovaries, mm -hmm. there's a possibility they still can't track it because it's so small. It's so they can't find it from point A to point B. They can't like tag it and watch it go and say, oh, look, there it is. And it's going to the Hoover. They can't do that. They've got to guess. It's a guess guessing game at that point because it is microscopic. Um, 
there's so many different little things. All the toes and all of the um, fingers to make sure that they don't leave any parts of the child inside of the mother, because if they do, they're prone to infection. And yep. the pro-aborts do not talk about any of the side effects of having an abortion. The ultimate side effect can be a woman dying because she's bleeding out. Uh, Dr. Gosnell had two women that were killed at his clinic. And um, besides thousands of babies that he snipped the backs of their necks, um, the biggest serial killer. But yes, when they go inside and do an abortion on a woman, sometimes they nick fallopian tubes and bladders and um, different things, and women will struggle for the rest of their lives. But the pro-abortionists tell you that, oh, going in to get an abortion is just like having your wisdom teeth out. It is not, it is, again, it's a lie. Um, they don't tell us the true news about anything. Everything that they're telling us about a, the abortion industry is lies. I want to tell you, he said multiple times that um, MAGA Republicans and these five extreme justices, these are not extreme justices. These are justices that understand biology. These are justices that love women, love children, love America. He said that we are going to take away the right to their own bodies, to power over their own bodies. I don't want to sound callous when I say this, but women have the right not to have sex. Yep. Absolutely. They no. have the right, um, even in this country, to use birth control so that they will not have a child. Yep. Once they get pregnant, this is not their own body. Because we MAGA Republicans and these five extreme justices understand kindergarten biology. And what does kindergarten biology tell us? It tells us that the child inside of the mother's womb is its own body. It has its own DNA. Oftentimes it has its own sex, meaning that mom is a woman and the child that she's carrying is a male. The, the child that she's carrying might have its own blood type. The child has its own fingerprints. This is not the mother's body. Exactly. Once that mother chooses to have sex, chooses she now has a life inside of her she does not have the right to abort that child yep that child deserves nine months of her to carry it and then there's options and in the case of rape and incest that he kept saying which is less than one percent of abortions we on the pro-life team and these five extreme justices believe that it is more loving for that woman to carry that child from rape or incest to term because I know people that are a product of rape yep, that are so thankful that their mother chose life for them. No child whose mother chooses life for them ever says, mom, I wish that you didn't choose life for me because we live in a one bedroom and apartment, which is also what the pro boards tell you. Mm -hmm. We're unloving because these moms are very poor and they don't have enough money to have a child. Should yeah. we go into the areas of the city that are poverty stricken and just start killing all of the children and all of the adults? Are, are, yeah. we de are the pro-aborts declaring? Yeah. That's what they, they want. That's, that's why they brought vaccine uh, ice cream trucks, you know, is specifically into those neighborhoods to to make sure to vaccinate all of the the people there. And we're handing out, you know, lotto tickets and gift cards and hamburgers because, um, yes, because just like just you know, vaccines save lives, just like abortions save lives. I mean, it. The, you're right. The whole it's been a culture of death for 
uh, for years now. And 1973 for sure. I mean, yes. Margaret Sanger had the first women's clinic in Greenwich Village back in the 30s. Yep, And then that's the first clinic that turns into Planned Parenthood. And I don't need to be historical because I'm pretty sure that all of your listeners are very educated, but we know yes. that Martha Sanger was a racist. Mm-hmm. We know that she dated KKK members. We know that she has written letters where she was saying, you know, don't tell the black community, black clergy, what we're really up to. Yeah. But Planned Parenthood is a racist organization. Yep. So would you be willing if, uh, let's just say the unthinkable happened, God intervened and somehow myself, uh, well, Justin and myself, cause he's actually running for president. I just told him that I'd split the ticket with him and uh, I'd run as, as his VP. Um, would you be willing to take on the domestic, uh, policy council as chairwoman for the domestic yes. policy council? I will be your faith and family coalition leader. There we go, because that's what it is, is a Republican, but in the liberal, because I'm looking at whitehouse.gov right now, it's domestic policy council, because you couldn't say that if you were a liberal. So yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And uh, I think that you'd be a perfect fit for that. Because everybody else is saying, everybody else on the side here is saying, hey, um, you should run. Yeah, people are saying that you should run for office. Um, Basically, Wallace said that. Ma- Margaret Sanger was pretty much into Nazi eugenics, which th- that's exactly what it is, right? We talk yes. about this all the time that the Nazis won World War II. They came here. They just couldn't occupy us overtly because then we'd, you know, be shooting them from our front porch. So instead, you know, through Operation Paperclip, they they came in covertly and they've spent the last 75 years changing our culture. And this is one of the ways that they've done it um, by destroying the nuclear family and and through eugenics, just targeted eugenics through Planned Parenthood, abortion, birth control, um, destroying religion, destroying the nuclear family, taking down our, uh, well, destroying our education system, uh, including our medical system. I mean, they've, they've been doing it for 75 years. So, um, now we're just at the culmination of that and, and maybe the tide will finally start turning. But yeah, I would definitely consider you for that position. Um, and that would be if only if the unthinkable happens. Yes. We're obviously, we have to go to DC. We're obviously, (laughs) we're not obviously (laughs) running to win, but we're running to challenge Trump. See what Trump's going to do. They're running to be a pain in the ass. That is exactly why they're running just for just, just, Shake up the swamp, shake yes. them up. Yes, but just, just to show that someone could, you yeah, know? like like just a normal person could run for the office and even be get possibly thought about for it. Yeah, I mean, one percent of the vote would be amazing. That'd be fantastic. It's normal people that make the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's normal people. It's people that say, I'm only one person, but I'm going to step out. And it's a whole bunch of little steps that equal that big one giant step for mankind. So, you know, I'm 50 years old. There's people that are older than me. There's people that are younger than me. But I will tell you that just in the last 20 years, I feel like there's a great oppressive darkness over our country. But I don't want you to be discouraged by that because that is when our light has an opportunity to shine the very brightest. When our culture was a moral culture and we had a moral compass, our bright lights did not need to shine so so bright. But today, it does need to shine brightly. And that is also why we are seeing people try to snuff people like you and me and our children and our marriages out. They fear us. They fear the light. They they fear truth. They are scared 
to death of truth. I look at Schumer as he's speaking and he's trying to virtue signal how caring he is. Yeah, he would and wear he, a mask if he could. Well, that one person, the one lady behind him was, you know. Yeah, with a mask on. Yeah. I, uh, virtue signaling for sure. Yeah. But I, I look at him and I almost pity him and I think, how many of his grandchildren have been aborted? Or how many of his children did he abort? Because the fact is, is that the people that are part of this pro-abortion movement do become callous. They don't have a conscience anymore. They will abort right. their kids. They will. If I remember correctly, Schumer got his daughter's friend pregnant and forced her to have an abortion. And then I think she killed herself. I, I don't remember. Yeah. I did not hear that, but that I is the kind it. of tragedy. That and and she was 15 at the time, I believe. Gosh, I'm yeah. looking that up when, I, when we're finished. That's disgusting. Here. Yeah. If I, I, I mean, I, I, I think that was Schumer. I know as a politician, I'm pretty sure it was Schumer. Um, that, that's an old story. That's from like 30, 35 years ago, something like that. Um, but yeah, but I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't get better. They don't change. Right. How do we get to this point in time where we are elevating wickedness? We're social media. We're applauding it. We're applauding the, it. The internet, social media. That's that's how we got here. You know, you said you've you've felt this darkness for the last twenty years. Think about it. What happened twenty years ago? We we the got internet. we got yeah we get world access to the internet to social media to everybody else influencing our children instead of us instead of the community that we chose to influence our children, right? That's that's what happened right there. Social media and the internet. I, and the, I blame the feminists from the 60s. I'm a big feminist blamer. Well, we call them, we call them, we call them feminists. Destroyed we, our families, destroyed our kids, destroyed our women, destroyed our men, destroyed our marriages. Yeah. And it's funny too, because the feminazis, whoever you want to blame, it doesn't matter. But if you think about it, they've taken it a step further because now they're controlling our minds. They're not just controlling our kids anymore. They're controlling our minds. Yep. Because if you think about it, if you're not on the internet, you're automatically looked at as a leper. You're who are you? What? You're not on the internet. Yeah. What do you live in the woods? What's wrong with living in the woods, lady? I've got the internet in the woods. What's what's your point? I like living in the woods. Leave me alone. I like my guns. Just leave me alone. My guns like the internet. What's what's wrong with that? They still haven't jumped off the wall and killed anybody yet. So I'm not really sure how you say that guns kill people because guns don't kill people. People kill people. Get it out of here. I, I I don't know, but we. I, I know you got to go, and I know we held you way over what we were supposed yes, to. And this is amazing. I, I am speaking with you. I, I love meeting other truth seekers, truth speakers, truth defenders. There's too few of us, and so I, I'm always just inspired when I come on with you all. Thank you for having me. Well, we appreciate having you on. I it's was Lisa, right. Lisa, Chuck Schumer's daughter, Lisa, called him out. Uh, BT Walls, thank you, sir. Yeah, for, he actually paid for abortions twice. We're live for, here, for just in friend. case you weren't aware. Yeah. Uh, we are live. Mm -hmm. we, we changed everything a little bit since the last time you were on. But Chuck yeah. Schumer's daughter, Lisa, called him out. He actually paid for the abortions twice. So yeah. I called it. Like, I can almost see in these people, when, when they so rapidly defend evil, I think to myself... You know, does he own an abortion clinic? 
Is he donating money to abortions? Has he encouraged abortions? You know, when I see somebody rapidly defending the jab, I immediately think, do they have money in um, the jab? You know, wh why are they rapidly defending evil or harmful things? And usually you follow it and it's blood money somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's always in the yep. money. You got to follow the money, folks. I'm telling yep. you, that's the one that we get. Right. So one, one more yeah, time, where can everybody can find, can you. find you, how they can get your clothes, uh, what, what you got going on? Cause I'm pretty sure I still haven't seen an email about any men's lines. So I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we have a men's collection. We have a drop down now. We do have a men's collection. Excellent. So I did yeah. no idea. So, all right. Yes. All right. I got to go shopping. shopping. Yep. About a month ago before we went to Liberty university, the students there, the men were like, please get us COL stuff. So we do have awesome. dad hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies. Um, we're going to be getting Sweet. some button downs, but if you go to col1972.com, Culture of Life 1972, this brand has been used by God as a great conversational piece because I used to wear with my daughters the t-shirts that said, I am the pro-life gen generation, but it never opened up conversation. It actually closed doors. So when we're wearing these cute t-shirts or earrings that I have on or the necklaces or my bracelets, or we have skirts and dresses, I am telling you that God is using this business for people to come up and say, I love your necklace. Where did you get it? And we can say, go to COL 1972. They celebrate all life. And it just opens a door. What does the 1972 mean? And we can say things like, it's the last year that we enjoyed a culture of life in the United States of America. And every person, and I can honestly say this, and probably it's because it's over pearl earrings or a little leopard mini dress, they will say, you know, I'm Catholic and I defend life also. Or, you know, they'll ask me questions like what in the bat in the case of rape or incest and it's just like a kind civilized conversation which i believe is something that we really need to have in a lot of issues but particularly this issue so if you go to col1972.com we encourage you to sign up for our newsletter because we do about once a month send out the brands like nike kate spade gap patagonia north face that do support the abortion industry we're always updating that we have a blog that goes out and our last blog you can actually read justice alita's whole draft right there and you can read col1972's uh, perspective and our reaction to the leaked draft. So yes, we are a trademarked fashion brand, but we are also the only one that is defending life. And we're really proud about that. We get a lot of hate for that, but we also get a lot of love for that. And uh, so we thank you for checking us out. Sign up for our newsletter and just give us a follow on Instagram. We love to hear from our life tribe and everybody's welcome. So, so go to culturallife1972.com and you will be able to, uh, pick up her clothes again, use promo code Patriot party mm -hmm. and, uh, you're going to save, uh, what is it? 20%, 10%, 10% and 10%, shipping, yep, right? Yep. Or free shipping. Free shipping. Yep. And it's so, forever. That's not just today. That's always. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So go on there, use our promo code and uh, get some clothes that you actually feel good about wearing. And yeah. now you've met Carla, her and her daughters make the clothes and uh, you've I don't met. Make them. You would not want to wear them, them if I yeah. made them. No, yeah. they okay. store, they're all made here in the U.S. I do, I do design them and they're made in the USA. We have a manufacturer here. So there you go. So yeah. she, she gets the clothes. And sends it to you. You know it was made here in the U.S. You're not going to have to worry about whether it's going to make it to you or not. Um, yes. You've got it's all right here in America. What better company to support than that? You got it. All right. Well, thank you so we much. We appreciate Carla. it, ma'am. It's amazing. I love you guys. Thank you. Love you too. Have, you have a great, a great one. day. Thank you. You too. Bye. 
So, yeah, there you go, folks. Again, that's Cultural Life 1972. Yep. col1972.com. Yep. And uh, you can go ahead and get your uh, get your clothes today. Yeah, there's I, really I, cute stuff on there. Well worth it. This is a great organization. Uh, we She's been with us since the beginning. Um, and uh, I got to tell you, it, it's the one to go to, especially if you give a crap about it. Um, I, I And do. now I know what I'm getting you for Father's Day. Oh, there we go. Fantastic. Cultural Life clothes. Yep. Boom. Yeah. Gotta do that. So since you got yourself a scope. Well, yeah, I, I had to. I know. I need to kill that. the gator. That that bitch I need big. that. Now I gotta get a, a suppressor for it. But outside of that, yeah. Um holy crap. A lot okay. of stuff came out uh Ooh. last couple days. Uh one of the biggest, and I think this one is not getting a whole lot of attention. Hmm. And I want you all to hear this from me first because I found this and it fucking drove me nuts when I saw this. Okay. So nonprofit watchdog uncovers $350 million in secret payments to Fauci Collins and others in the NIH. Wait, what? Yeah. Nonprofit wa watchdog uncovers 350 million. Okay. Uh, an estimated $350 million in undisclosed royalties were paid to the National Institutes of Health and uh, hundreds of its scientists, including the agency's recently departed uh, director, uh, Dr. Uh, Francis Collins and Dr. Anthony Fauci, according to the nonprofit government uh, watchdog group. Hold on, I'll get to the name. Um, we estimate $350 million, uh, open the books. That's what it is. Um, we estimate that $350 million in royalties were paid to third parties and paid to the NIH scientists during the fiscal year between 2010 and 2020. Open open the books, CEO Adam Adric. I can't pronounce this dude's name and I'm not even going to try, but it's really long and it's got a lot of vowels in it. And I'm pretty sure he's probably Polish and I'm pretty sure I would destroy this. Andrew Zakowski um, told reporters in a telephone news conference on May 9th, um, we draw that a conclusion because the first five years there had been only $134 million uh, that we've been able to uh, quantify of the top line numbers that flowed from third party uh, pay payers, meaning uh, pharmaceutical companies and other payers in the other than NIH scientists. Hmm. The first five years from 2010 to 2014 constitute 40% of the total, he said. We know that there were all 1,675 scientists that received payments during that period. And at the least payment uh, fiscal year 2014, for instance, was. $36 million paid out to, to an average, uh, to per scientist. So that kind of gives you an idea of how much they're paying these guys. Um, Collins, uh, resigned from the NIH director in November or December, 2021, after 12 years of leading the world's largest public health agency. Fauci is the longtime head of the NIH national Institute of health, uh, of an allergy and infectious diseases, as well as the chief medical advisor to the president, uh, to the president Lane and his deputy director on the NAID under Fauci, uh, the top five NIH employees measured in terms and numbers of royalty payments that they received while the government payroll, according to the fact sheet published by open the books include Robert Gallo national Institute, uh, national cancer Institute, 271 payments, Ira Potstan, uh, National Career Institute, 250 payments. Mikola Popovac, National Center for Institutes, 191 payments. Uh, Flossie Wong Stahl, National Cancer Institute, 190 payments. And uh, Margaret um, 
Sanhengren uh, National Cancer Institute, 188 payments. Only Potsdam continues to be employed by the NIH, according to open books. When the NIH employees make a discovery of whatever. Anyway, uh, it's just that they're allowed to be paid by a third party, yet we're not allowed to sue them when that discovery fucks up and kills a bunch of people. That makes no sense to me. But anyway, Fauci. How much money did Fauci make? Fauci in total received a, a total of 190 payments. Okay. Okay. Now, you want to know where Fauci got all this money from? Where? This is probably it. Hmm. His alone is in upwards of $120 million. Oh, by the way, Pfizer also donated on of several course they different did. occasions. Of course they did. Pfizer, Moderna, Pfizer. Johnson & Johnson all yep. uh, also were donating to this. Wow. So- this did not get any traction whatsoever in the national media. Obviously. Of course not. Why would it? I have heard very the few Times people picked it up though. I've heard very few people talk about it. In uh, it wasn't this actual story came out in. Um, I want to say the New York Post ran it first. The Epic Times took it from the New York Post and ran with it. But uh, this story, there's more to come because there's more in the paperwork. What have I always, I just said it again, just follow earlier. The money. Follow the fucking money. Follow the money. The money tells us where these people are at and what part of the world they sit on. I can tell you right now, Fauci's corrupt. Collins was corrupt. Uh, Scarf Queen was corrupt. They all were getting paid off to say, yes, this works. This does what it does. This is how they hide the payments right here. They make it look like, oh, well, you made, you found this research, blah, blah, freaking. No, no, you didn't. No, they didn't. They never found it. They were told about it. They were told to research it. And then they made a big deal about it. Big fucking deal. I, disgusting. I have breaking news. It's 20 Hold minutes on. old. Come on. Breaking news, folks. Breaking news. Bill Gates has COVID. Oh, shit. <laughs> but as he says... He's lucky to be vaccinated and boosted. So he's Four only times. experiencing mild symptoms and he's going to quarantine until he's feeling healthy again. Man, that's weird. He was over at NBC. He was right. He was making the rounds in and with everybody who was at the National Correspondence Center. Exactly. Isn't it weird how Kamala Harris got it? Mm -hmm. uh, all these other people got it. Mm -hmm. And oh, interesting. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's hysterical. That is so. So there you go. 20 minutes old. Ooh, and we know that's old. Uh, old freaking uh, out of the Associated Press. Yep. Dang. Yeah. Dang. So anyway. Uh, all right. So go ahead and play. You got this, this retard up here. What up? We kept Carla for, for yeah. oh, like 30 minutes past what we should have. I so, want this story to be about inflation. So we'll get, let's get to the inflation clips then because he doesn't want to respond to if there should be any limits on abortion because he's a good Catholic. So, you know. Um, yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. He's not a good Catholic. No, he's not. Actually, Catholic and this, this the is Catholic, the clip from yesterday. So that was from today. I just pulled it with the abortion ones. But um, the Catholics. No, check the water glasses at the correspondence dinner. Right, Robin Marie? No shit. Yeah. You got to wonder, right? What about the punch bowl? Does this not now sound more like I'm onto something? Is, is that not more like I'm onto something? Because I said, hey, look, fuck it. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but mm -hmm. I said, isn't it weird how all the top people were gone claiming COVID sickness 
only Joe went to the correspondence dinner. And now all these people are coming out with COVID almost as if they were trying to get Joe sick. Does everybody, everybody understand where I was going yep. with that? Yeah. I would, I think that was their attempt to kill Joe. Yeah. A one attempt. I'm not saying it's the only one. I'm just saying it's one attempt. Yep. So this was yesterday because he has this whole big, you know, inflation's like the big thing now. It, it's the buzzword. Mm -hmm. I started off when I had the list. I said, give me the, and I started off. I said, Sherry Butro. I said, wait, there's a lot of people aren't here. Don't do it. Anyway, well, I, I, the people are here. Are, you know, John Hickenlooper, Sherry Butro, Stan Kildee, <laughs> Debbie Dingle, Tom O'Halloran. Eliza. They're Slotkin. laughing because he uh, keeps me, pronouncing Elizabeth her name Slotkin wrong. And, uh, and representative Sansbury. Is that the, uh, one Sherry the militant one that's standing behind him? Mm. Okay. Cause she looks very feminist. I'm just throwing that. The, what, what gave it away? I, I don't know. Uh, the fact that she's standing in, uh, in solidarity with, um, apparently Will Smith's wife. Yeah. Oh they yeah. Both the alopecia. Suffer from well, alopecia. Maybe, maybe she got alopecia from the job. Ooh, you never know. It. Never know. I mean, you it is, never, it is a potential know. side effect. It is. And Pfizer's coming out with a new alopecia drug because, you know, people are getting it from the jab. Um, anyway, so he he's he's doing this whole thing. So that's, you know, once again, Joe's lost in, the in space. Um, he has no idea what's going on. Um, but he's, you know, he's he's pushing. Oh, spending more money. Well, of course, because that's how so you, you dig your way out of an inflation. inflation. But you have to have the products to back it up. If you don't have the products to back it up, you're never going to dig your way out of inflation. Yep. And real quick, going back to Pilled here, because I just saw something. Give me a second. Uh, Leo Slayer said, I don't believe it. Why, why the fuck would they tell us? Uh, because they have to. They're required to. They have to tell us about it. They have to let us know because it shows that we're complicit. We're complicit yeah. with it unless somebody stands up and says, no, don't kill Joe. Yeah. No, if we, they, if we they don't definitely, do any, if we don't do anything, then yeah. They definitely would tell us about it. Not all, they told us about JFK for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Think about what happened. They have never come right out and said, well, there was no shooter on the grassy knoll. They have never uttered those words. They said there is no possibility that there was a second gun. But mm. they've never, ever said that there was no possibility that there, the shot came from the grassy knoll. The only time that you hear that is when people are in third-party conversations away from the government. The government never even stipulates that. Does anybody else not see that? They have to tell us this shit. Think about it. Uh, we played a couple clips the other night uh, with uh, Dr. Oz and that one girl. And I'm, I've actually reached out to her. She is uh, running for the same congressional seat as a Republican. Yeah. Um, the the uh i just followed her at kathy something yes, i just followed her on lady. twitter I've, I've reached out i've asked her uh to come on the show because i'd love to get her on here yeah but she made an example of it the other night because she was talking to that other dipshit that was up there with oz and them and she said yeah you are part of the nwo answer that question mm -hmm. and he would not directly answer the question about the nwo instead he went on this diatribe about how he's done all this other shit and that he served in the military and all this other stuff but he also failed to address the fact that she said no you went to the new world's order uh the new world order economic the world economic world forum whatever world yeah, leaders young forum. world leaders conference and Program, he never whatever. addressed that point. He never said he never did. Yep. He never said that he did. He never addressed the point. He completely glazed over it. Why? Because when we find out that he is a rabid globalist, 
we're going to find out that, oh, by the way, it's not a big deal mm -hmm. because he's okay. Yeah. The fuck? Of course he is. Crazy shit. Yeah. Because Trump, Trump endorsed him, so that automatically, automatically makes, him okay. makes him right. The bottom line is this. My top priority is fighting inflation and lowering prices for families and things they need. Today's announcement is going to give millions of families a little more, a little more breathing room to help them pay their bills. Really? It's going to give us breathing room, Joe? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. There's something about that that doesn't make no sense whatsoever. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, so I'm guessing I got to go to this next one. Yeah, there's a there's a series of Why don't we just get the whole thing? I don't in one, and then I could just skip ahead. Just give me time hacks. It's so much easier than no, because you it it's a whole bunch of bullshit. I mean, this is all bullshit, but you know, I was about to say, it's, is it's, there anything that he says that's blah, not bullshit? Blah 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 blah. Yeah, no, there's really not. I didn't think so. Okay, that's my point. Winner. Well, Winnie. that's true. Okay. Winning. You know, the need for high speed internet is uh, is a little bit like what used to be probably what my grandfather talked about. Need to have a telephone. It's pretty consequential. And they're only going to keep growing this need. High-speed internet is not a luxury any longer. It's a necessity. And that's why the bipartisan infrastructure law included $65 billion to make sure we expand access to broadband internet in every region of the country, urban, suburban, and rural. Everywhere. Everywhere. So every household in America can get connected. By uh, by expanding access to only it's only part of the challenge though as was re referenced by the vice president, it was about afford affordability as well. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. And that I think so, fits so perfectly right there. Now we have to pay for other people's internets because they're going to be locking us down again. Other people's what? Internet. Hey, add that one to the list, Tara. You heard the same thing I did. What, internet? Internets. She said internet, okay. Tara. Velen now Fuck has off. her own list. All right. Internets. Whatever. We are going to be paying for other people's internet <laughs> because they're going to lock us down again. They're planning the next lockdown already oh, yeah. and kids need to go to school. So uh, there we go. That was the big excuse, right? Everyone didn't have internet and this is what they're using. So yes, internet. Fuck off. Dick. Anyway, anyway, I that, was, that was yes. That was I'm funny. I'm allowed to make fun of you, but you are not allowed to make fun. Of oh, me. oh, is that how that works? <laughs> that's absolutely that how is that works. Such horse shit. <laughs> such horse shit. Always has been. Uh, let's see. Leo Slayer said, uh, "Tell that to Elon. I ordered Starlink a year ago and still don't have it, but Ukraine does." Which apparently the government's all pissed off about. No, the Russians are. The Russians have threatened Elon's life now on mm. three different occasions. And a matter of fact, the Russian defense minister, actually I have a story on that. The Russian defense minister came out the other day. We talked about it yesterday, but he came out again today and uh, to better explain his position. And he said, well, 
they're using it for targeting purposes against uh, Russian troops. So therefore, you Elon, mean like geo tracking location? Yeah, it sounds kind of like using a cell phone to triangulate a person's position. I thought that I, wait, I thought that the type of technology that, was not the, very. Accurate. The fact checker said that didn't work. That doesn't make any sense. Nick has standards. Yeah, Leland has, has double, double standards. standards. Very. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, All right. we'll keep one, watching this. One idiot. more idiot clip. Ugh. It's only five seconds. So God bless you all, and may God protect you and all the members of Congress who made this happy. What? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta play it again. <laughs> so God bless you all, and may God protect you and all the members of Congress who made this happy. Who made this happy? <laughs> made it happy, Joe? Yes. Joe made it happy. Joe's so obviously rubbing off on us, right? Maybe it's just because I started drinking again. <laughs> it gets better though. You got another one. What are you talking about? There's no more Joe clips. No, there's no, like no. There's a bunch Joe of Joe clips. That was just from that particular speech. This is this is just like make fun of Joe now. Okay, so we're just gonna we're gonna end. We're the pretty show much by... just gonna make fun of Joe. Yeah, actually, we're gonna we're gonna end the show with a well, I don't know, making fun of Joe. Yeah, making fun of Joe. I'm down with that. I don't give a okay. shit about that. That's fine. I just uh, we had a that interview went a lot longer than we had planned, folks. I apologize. I, I want to get in the news, but holy crap. Um, um, I'm sure you've all heard it, but uh, the new press secretary that's taken over for Piznazi on Friday. The, the gay black one? Yes. Okay. She came out and she said that Trump stole the 2016 election, in case you were wondering. But, but I um, thought elections couldn't be stolen. Yeah, well, she said in 2016 it was. Uh, Trump. No, no, we'll get to that. We have that interview, so we'll play that clip okay. next. All right. After um, this. I'm trying to find. Oh, remember how I told you yesterday that the... Uh, the machines were impounded or the other day, two days yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, in Michigan. In Michigan, they impounded all the machines, yep. uh, all the voting machines. Yep. Uh, Dominion voting machines, more specifically. Well, it, it finally came out why. And I thought there was, I thought there was a better reason, but I guess not. Or maybe this is just their nudge to get in the door. You know how you, you make that purchase on the door? You're trying to make that gap in the door uh before you force the door open i think that this is what it was or it's the start of it but uh signature problems may invalidate nominating petitions in michigan which i thought was weird i was like nominating petitions what the fuck's that have to do with the price of tea in china right well thousands of defective signatures on nominating positions collected by a group circulating hired several campaigns may result in the disqualification of two republican candidates for governor which i found interesting of course, these would be one of them who probably would win the nomination, not Trump-backed either, which I found interesting. Hmm. Uh, but in legal common practice for candidates, ballot proposals, and advocates to hire uh, professional circulators to help get their campaigns to generate the rep requisite number of valid signatures to appear on any ballot in the country so on and so forth the tactic alleged scammers slip shot uh petition crafting and sloppy signatures uh part of the gathering for uh part several candidates both of both parties and the state could lead uh to more possible disqualifications james craig former detroit police chief and current front runner for the gop nomination for governor employed and paid uh, uh circulators to assist in his campaign this is the guy he is not trump backed uh from what i understand um if he has been trump backed it was later on but as i know as i as it stood 
yesterday he was not um as a result uh craig may have to leave the race which i just think this is bullshit again but the state also pulled their stole their or impounded the machines now this is the crazy part right what hasn't been erased yet 2020 yeah the state now has all access to all dominions files on 2020 in Michigan, there's a lot of questions about Michigan's vote, too. So just so you're all aware. Mm, I doubt they'll do anything with it, though, to be quite honest. Well, we're, we're about to find out. We're about to find out. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, play this last funny clip of Joe because he's an idiot. Um, well, and, we know that. And then we'll. He, he looks like he's standing in front of a great big silver dildo. Okay. Thank God you're on our team. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Where am I heading? Oh, group photo, sir. Yeah. Okay. That is the president of the United States, folks, saying, where am I heading? Where am I going? Where am I going? Which way do I go, Joe? Which way do I go? Which way do I go, Joe? Oh, man, we should make a T-shirt like that. Which way do I go, Joe? And it'll be uh, on, on Joe's jacket. It'll say uh, Justin and Mick 2024. Yeah. BT Walls, unfortunately... I think Starlink. Starlink might become centralized internet. They already stopped torrent downloads from what I hear. Really? Fantastic. I don't like that. I like torrents. I, you know, I had like 90% of my music for the longest time was in torrents. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Yep. Well, that's when we used to be able to steal music for free. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Right? I mean, those were the days. The beginning yeah. of the internet when it was yeah. like, it oh was my like God. the wild west. It was no holds barred. Everything was like... Yeah, have at it. You wanted camel porn? Stand by. All right. Uh, yeah, there's already a dark web for a reason. You're absolutely yeah. right, Jay. So um, go ahead and, and do the 60 Minutes interview because that's the that's the one you're getting at, and we're running out of time here. So um, bottom, that one. And we might have to save uh, today's Joe and Piznazi clips for tomorrow. Uh, well, but that's no, okay. We're, we do that all the we, time. We just keep running into We do the it next six day. days. Which is why we it's had to come up with thing. a Friday show because we were playing catch up from the rest of the week. Yep. It's almost the same thing over yeah. and over again. Exactly. With these retards. All right. It's important to our country. It's important to the Republic, the American people, that they understand what was going on in this very consequential period. The last year of the Trump administration, and to tell the story about things we prevented, really bad things, dangerous things, that could have taken the country in a, in a dark direction. What kind of terrible things did you prevent? At various times, uh, during the certainly the last year of the administration, you have folks in the White House who are proposing to take military action against Venezuela, uh, to, to, to strike Iran. At one point, somebody proposed we blockade Cuba. These ideas would happen, uh, it seemed, every, every few weeks, something like this would come up, and we'd have to swat them down. Who's we had to swat them down? Well, mostly me. Uh, I had good support from, from General Mark Milley. Mark Esper and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, ran the Army for over a year before finding themselves in charge at the Pentagon. In order to deal with what he calls some of the crazy ideas coming from the White House, Esper and Milley came up with a system. I come up with this idea, actually Mark Milley and I discuss it, what we call the four no's. The four things we had to prevent from happening between then and the election. And one was no strategic retreats, no unnecessary wars, no politi politization of the military, and no misuse of the military. 
And so as we went through the next five to six months, that became the metric by which we would measure things. Hold on a second, folks. Stop this lying piece of shit right now, because I'm going to say something that's going to might blow some minds, might not. But this guy is a fucking idiot. All right. Tell me something. Everybody on here, I don't care if you type it in, how quickly you type it in or not. But one question real quick, this moron. Tell me something. When did Trump ever say that he was going to use the military in a situation in which the military might not have been able to be used? When did Trump ever say that, you know what, I'm going to retreat from this position? Uh, with, with withdrawing our troops, yeah. as he promised during the campaign, is not the same That's not retreat. as a retreat. That is not okay. a retreat. And at the same time, now they're coming out and saying that Trump wanted to bomb the cartels. Why not? I, I would have been quite okay been with fine that. With it. Look I, how, many how many fentanyl deaths we've had in the past year. I, I got a question for every single person here. How many of you would have an issue if I came on the TV tonight at eight o'clock uh, doing a, a regular press conference and said, oh, by the way, we killed four cartel leaders and uh, we completely obliterated fucking uh, two trap trap houses that were trafficking kids. Yeah. How many people would have a problem with that? B2 all said when the drones Never. were shot down in Iraq, he threatened war, I believe. Yep. He also threatened to nuke. Um, uh, he also killed Russian fucking, um, whatchamacallit, he uh, killed Russian um, mercenaries in Syria. Yeah. and He, 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 he dropped a bomb on them and whacked them yeah. and then said, now what, Putin? Yeah, he threatened and, to nuke, nuke Moscow. He threatened to nuke North Korea. Don't Don't get me wrong. I'm angry with Trump. Because I don't agree with what the way he's encircling himself again. However, I don't think that Trump's a liar. I don't think that this ever happened. And I think this guy is full of shit. And there's a reason for it. And I wish I wish Trump would one more time start listening to other people outside his bubble. But he's not again. Uh, Donald Trump's office has released a statement responding to comments made by the former defense secretary, Mark Esper, on Sunday, in which he accused the former president of consolidating possibly considering, uh, the, possibility. considering the possibility of firing missiles into Mexico, targeting drug cartels and carrying out military invasions on both Venezuela and Iran during his time in office. Um, well, those are all very grandiose things. Uh, Esper told CBS Nora O'Donnell in 60 Minutes on Sunday that he had to prevent Trump from carrying out such events during his uh, final year in office. And then he claimed that he wanted uh, the general public to know that the United States had had uh, had at that point been on the verge of starting yet another war. It's important to our country. Yeah, we, already, we heard him say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Trump basically came back, fired back and said, uh, Esper claimed that Trump asked, hey, can't you just shoot them, uh, shoot them in the legs or something with the, uh, with the Black Lives Matter protesters in D.C.? Um, and uh, according to uh, Esper, he launched into an explosive laden tirade uh, discussing sending uh, 10,000 active duty troops to D.C. after the historic uh, St. John the Episcopal Church near the White House had been set afire amid these uh, protests. Um, <clears throat> and uh, he basically said, no, that's not true. That never happened. And uh, he said, nope, never happened. He also said that the... Uh, dropping the bombs on the cartel members. He said it did happen. However, he said it was also in response to the war on fentanyl. Stop. I'm going to st still read from it. I'm not done. Um, he said, I took out ISIS, uh, 
Kassam Salmani in Baghdadi and rebuilt the military with $2.5 trillion, uh, created Space Force, and so much more. Mark Esper, Esper was the stiff who was desperate not to lose his job. The former president continued. He was a lightweight and a figurehead. I realized that very early on. It was recommended to me by some very weak rhinos um, that I continue to let him stay on. Uh, reporting Esper's claims that Trump had wanted to send thousands of active duty troops to Washington, <laughs> D.C. following the incident at St. John's Episcopal Church. I wanted to send 10,000 troops for January 6th, the date of the Capitol breach, because I knew how many people were coming to Washington that day to protest the corrupt presidential election of 2020. Nancy Pelosi and the D.C. mayor turned me down. He said, that's true. There's the communication that he's been putting out. He's put that up several times. Yep. I have never, ever heard any of this shit before. Esper came out and said something. Mark Milley never talked about it in his stupid little gay book. I bet Esper and Milley cooked this one up to get on 60 Minutes. Just saying, throwing it out there. But I don't trust this suit any further than I can throw him for two reasons. First one, he never served in the military. I believe if you want to be secretary of defense, you have to serve in the military. Yeah. I also realized that that might, sh I might shoot myself in the foot right now because we do have the great moron that we currently have in charge of the secretary of defense. And he is an idiot. There's no argument there, but Millie's still there. There's a problem there. Trump should have fired Millie early on the second, the first time that Millie did any stupid shit, Trump should have fired him. Um, I, that's your dog. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. Um, he is loud as hell and I've already texted the child and he apparently didn't get it cause he has notifications turned off from school. Uh, there's one more to play and uh, for tonight. Hey! So carrying on this narrative of Trump being someone who is unhinged, someone we can't trust and who wants war. Got it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Esper's pissed because Trump fired him. That's really that, what that, it is. That's what I think it is. Bottom left that one shut up puppies i'll tell you and that's a puppy that's barking in the background a very very large puppy i'm gonna go kill the teenager that's what i'm gonna go do <laughs> he's about to have a very bad day okay he's about to get dick punched as I like to call it. Oh goodness. We we want grandchildren, so not not yet. Not till after he gives us Who at wants least grandchildren. Two. The point of departure I, I start with in um in zero to one is by is a somewhat indirect approach by asking a series of uh, contrarian questions. The the business question is what great company is uh, is nobody starting? The the more intellectual uh, version of this question is tell me something that's true that very few people agree with you on. And um, this is always a, this is a fantastic interview question. It turns out to be quite a hard question. Um, even when people can read on the internet that you ask it of everybody who comes in the door, it still is a hard question. It's one of those unusual questions where if you know it's on the test, it's still hard. And um, it's, it's hard not just because um, uh, we sort of think that new things require brilliance or something like that, but because, um, because uh, it's, it's socially difficult. So, you know, if, 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 um, if uh, if, you, if I ask you that question, if you tell me something like the education system is screwed up or our political system doesn't work very well, those are true answers, but they're not actually good answers because all of us already know them to be true. The good answers are ones that are somehow uncomfortable that uh, the person interviewing you does not actually want to hear. And, and I think we live in this uh, world 
where um, courage is in far shorter supply than genius. Car courage is in far shorter supply than genius. Yep. I couldn't agree more on Absolutely. Because nobody's got the courage to stand up and do anything no, anymore. No. And, this is fucking and, disgusting. And everyone is just stuck in academia. Um, they think that these brainiacs think that they are, they're better than everyone else. And, and I hate to tell you this, but I know plenty of people that work with their hands that are smarter than most of the people sitting in those stupid think tanks. Janokovic said Esper was useless bag of human feces. Yes. True. Then the BLM people were trying to attack the white house as well. That's true too. You yep. all remember that little thing where all of a sudden Trump was taken to the basement back to the EOC or the uh, uh, presidential EOC. Yeah, that's where that came from. Um, his old tweets considered as evidence. Interesting. Uh, Jacob also said Esper and Milley were total tools and scumbags, and the military was uh, was a China asset. I, I agree. Yeah. If Trump was unhinged and wanted war, it would have occurred. That is my point. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still angry with him, but I never saw that in the man. I, no. I'll be honest and fair. The guy was fucking for real. He was trying to do something. Now, do I believe that he surrounded himself with the wrong people? Absolutely. Do I believe that there's another way he could have done it? Absolutely. Do I also believe that I think I can do a better job than him? Maybe. What I will say is that I'm not going to surround myself with a bunch of fucking nobodies that don't want to see this country go anywhere. I'm going to surround myself, and I know our hopefully next president, Justin will surround himself with those people as well. He will fight for America first. We will make America our first priority. It's not about the rest of the world. Hey, they can fuck off and deal with whatever they got to fucking deal with. That's not our job. We are one country of what? 152 countries in NATO that we don't have to go to everything. We don't have to do everything. We, we can help out when we can, but when there's, we got to take care of our own shit first. That's the first thing we have to do. We have to fix everything that Joe Biden fucked up in every other rhino Republican that has fucked up since they've been in office and every other fucking controlled liberal Democrat that's been in office. We got to fix that first. Once we fix that, then we can focus on the rest of the world. But let's take it one step at a time. Let's fix here first. Let's take care of our homeless problem. Let's take care of our homeless vets. Let's take care of these abortion clinics. Let's get the fuck rid of them. Let's get the federal fingerprints the fuck off of them. Let's let the states decide how they want to fucking do their job. Let's take care of our voting. Let's make sure our voting is the most secure the most controlled, the most properly done, the most transparent. You know, when we set up um, one of our puppet states across the world, which is, you know, essentially what we do, um, and we set up their elections, we require the citizens of other countries to show ID when they vote. That's going to be like El Numero. That's like, right? that's ID, down the list. Yeah. Fingerprints, yep. fingerprints, signatures, something. like, I mean... The, these other countries that we go into and set up their democratic governments, we require they that they require their citizens to to secure their vote. But we can't do it in our own country. Right. All these other countries secure their borders, but we can't do that in our own country. If there's one thing I knew about Trump and I, I'm, I'm hearing it over here on the pill and uh, somebody over here just said it. Uh, if Trump, uh, uh, if the deep state would have uh, applauded him starting a war. It's 
what they wanted, not what he wanted. I agree. Yep. But do you ever remember hearing Trump say that he was a warmonger? Ever. If never. anything, he was trying to pull all the Americans back to America. Yep. He was saying, hey, look, we don't need to be in all these countries. We don't need to have bases here, there, and everywhere. We need to fall back to our footprint, which is from California to New York, from fucking Minnesota to Texas. That's what we've got to, that's what we have to control. Absolutely. Let's take care of our own country first. That's all I'm saying. That's what Justin and I am going to run on. We've already talked about it. We've talked at great length about it, that that's our stance on it. We're going to take care of America first. Then we'll worry about the rest of the world. That's if we get a second term, but eh, if we don't even get a first, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. All good. Either way, uh, we'll be back again tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern yep. Standard Time. Like, share, subscribe. Also, uh, if you're on Pilled, go on over and check out Josh. He'll be coming up here shortly. Yep. Uh, and uh, his group will be on tonight. I don't know who they have on tonight. I was listening earlier, but I didn't hear who he said he was going to have on tonight. But either way, uh, I don't know. You got anything else? We're over already, but. No, I mean. We can talk about it tomorrow night. Um, yep. Some big stuff coming out about the FBI too, folks. Uh, found out some more information on that and actually got some other inside information on that, which we'll talk about tomorrow night when we bring that story up. So make sure you tune in. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, like, share, subscribe for the Mick. And Lynn. We'll talk to you later. Have a good night.
you know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to exceed all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellamd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's fluorocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a zipper. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick, and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient, and get treated properly. 